Carolee Carrington, um, owner and creator of Read with Carolee, a children's author. So what inspired you to create your organization? Uh, well, really what inspired me, um, I had written my first book and I started to go to do author visits at schools and I saw how kids were just lighting up to meet a real author and, you know, to know that I'm in the neighborhood. So, um, <clears throat> because, you know, most of the author visits that I've done is in Prince William County. And um, when I saw that, I was just like, okay, I want to be able to not just have um, children meet me, but I, I started to, you know, hear from friends that there are so many other children's authors in Prince William County or in the surrounding areas. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, okay, my children are in school. I don't know any of them. And my mom was a literacy coach and, you know, education has always been in the forefront. Reading has always been in the forefront. And I was just like, okay, I want I, I would like to um, meet these other authors, and I'm sure all of these other children would love to as well. So uh, I started, you know, the Read with Carolee show and just was really wanting to showcase authors in the area. Um, and then when the pandemic happened, it kind of expanded, you know, and I was like, okay, well, you know, schools are closed, libraries are closed. Let me try to see if I could find as many um, children's authors as I can. And we've been able to, um, you know, interview and have uh, about 120 authors so far um, share their stories on the show. And, you know, with that, with coming and finding these authors, I started to see uh, the lack of diversity in <laughs> children's literature. And that being in, you know, 2020, 2021, that surprised me. I, I was just like, what? There's only at that time about 11%. And I think we're growing up to 12% now. But there was only that little percentage of children that were being represented in the books that they read. And that to me was shocking, as I said. And I, um, you know, I am kind of somebody that like, if I see a problem, I got to try to fix it. <laughs> um, that, that's how I even wrote my first book because my, my son came home to me with a problem and I was just like, okay, I got to fix it. You know, so, and especially with it being for children and I have two boys, I'm just like, I need to fix this in the world. And that is what um, led me to start uh, Read with Carolee Inc. and really started to push for diversity in children's literature. What is it like writing a book for children? Oh, it is, it's fun. I would say it's fun, but it's kind of a daunting test because I'm like, I'm an adult, you know, yeah. so I kind of have to put myself back into the frame of mind of a child and like, you know, kind of think, okay, what are the questions that I had when I was a child? And, um, you know, I always say my best editors are my sons. <laughs> <laughs> they, they will read through the book and they're like, okay, well, that doesn't make sense. Or what do you mean by that? And, 
that helps me to really formulate um, the book and the content and make sure that um, they understand it because, you know, I'm not writing for me anymore. I'm writing for them. Well, with the books, not only learning lessons, but how important is it for kids to, you know, relate or see themselves in these stories? Yeah. And, you know, um, uh, when when people hear hear me say diversity, they automatically think skin color or gender. Right. And, you know, that's not all what diversity is. I'm like, I remember when I was growing up, like just being an adult and thinking back on when I was growing up and, you know, they had, um, you know, the special education classes or, you know, the, the, well, they would say like the short bus for, you know, the kids that may be handicapped or disabled, or, or I'd like to say differently abled, because right. honestly, I've, you know, in my adulthood, I've seen some awesome people who have a quote unquote disability and they can do things better than I do. So that's that's what it was for me. It was not just saying, okay, all right, just making sure that children feel seen in the books that they read. I'm like, it's not just for them, it's for their friends. You, you know, it's in um, social media has made the world small, but it still is a big world for somebody that has never gone outside of their town or gone outside of their city. Not every kid gets to go on vacation. So if they can learn about um, a kid that, you know, is living in a different country or actually even living in a different state, because yeah. we are so different, even when it comes to state by state. I grew up in New York and I'm now living in Virginia. And it's very different. I'm like, my kids, my kids will not have the childhood that I have, <laughs> you know? So that, that was a thing for me is I, I believe, um, you know, coming from New York where, um, you know, we're like all a melting pot yeah. and we get to experience different cultures and, um, you know, different situations. I want to basically open the eyes of children who may not you know, be able to know what their friends down the street or their friends that, you know, come to school with them, but they get bused to a different city or a different area. It's really helping children to empathize yeah. with those around them. And I, I believe <clears throat> that in doing that, we create a more tolerant world because we're seeing, okay, you know what, that person you know, that person down the street or, you know, in a different community, they may have um, a different even family structure than I have. But, you know, that's still their family. Like they may have, um, you know, their their grandparents that live with them. They may have, you know, live in a um, multi-generational home. And but that's that's still their family. So um, that that was one of the reasons why I really went into this and wanted to create, um, well, get access to more diverse books for children. <clears throat> yeah, how important is it, different books and different authors for kids' mental health? Yeah, it's definitely um, a good thing for their mental health because if they're, you know, I'm like if, if you're being told, 
every every day like okay oh you're a princess you're a princess you're a princess okay all right you're gonna believe you're a princess but if you go and meet somebody if you, you go and meet somebody that's a real princess you know it's, it's gonna change things yeah. for you and it not only <clears throat> it opens up the world for children i believe you know if children especially on an elementary school level and even on a preschool level are able to see others, you know, or we're able to open up the window for them. It, it'll be, I, I believe that it'll be less bullying instead of, you know, a child going and saying, okay, all right, you are, you're different from me. So that's a bad thing. They can understand um, the world that their classmate by, might be and they could understand their classmate that may have cerebral palsy or um, may learn differently, uh, you know, even be dyslexic. Okay, they learn differently. It's not that they're better than me or I'm better than them. It's just that we just do things a little differently. And I believe, you know, in involving um, children in those books and those teachings and opening their eyes to those stories. It makes, it creates a better sense um, of the world that we live in. And it's just not, you know, okay, well, I am beautiful because I have straight blonde hair. It's okay, you're beautiful. Your hair may be curly and red or right. whatever color, but it's, it's not bad. It's not, it's not good. It's not bad. It's not indifferent. It's just, that's just the way it is for you. What are some of the things you've learned from your kids? Oh, <laughs> a lot. Um, you know, I have two boys. I grew up with all girls and it, that that in itself is a different dynamic um and especially with growing up with children now like i said you know i i grew up in in brooklyn new york and my kids are here growing up in northern virginia it's a totally different world for them so um even trying to navigate that is you know a learning curve on its own but um my my children have my, my children have taught me, um, I wouldn't say tolerance, but it's really helping them to see the world differently. You know, we do live in a different world than, than even how it was 30 years ago. And my children have really um, taught me that like even being together, being together is definitely a great thing. And, you know, opening to learning different things, learning different cultures. Um, I have, especially like I said, with having boys, I have pushed myself to um, going a little bit more like, you know, being into cars and you know doing the pinewood derby with them and things <laughs> like that it's just like i never thought that i would be doing that and even even doing read with carolee and putting on my tutu and saying okay well you know what i'm going out there not just to entertain but to change um children's lives 
to really help them to see beyond their, you know, their streets and their avenues and their towns. No, what I hope that answers the question. <laughs> yeah, no, that was great. What is it like talking with other authors? Oh, it's it's incredible because yeah, I'm I'm coming into this space. Um, you know, I've been I, I called myself the accidental author because I really didn't um think that I would be getting into writing children's books. Um and just seeing that there's kind of that solidarity with wanting to um create lessons for children and you know, just even speaking to authors in different countries, the same thing that we're trying to create here with having more diversity in children's literature in the U.S., it's going, it, it's happening all over. Yeah. And there are some really awesome authors with awesome content, and we all have a different perspective, you know, um, when I uh, entered the children's book arena, I, I Googled like, you know, how many children's book titles there were on Amazon. And at that time it was like 80,000. <laughs> and that was pre-pandemic. And, you know, a lot of people started writing during the pandemic. So it, I know it's probably doubled and tripled by now. Um, but yeah, being able to speak with different authors and get their perspectives. And, you know, the one question that I always ask is, you know, what was their favorite book growing up? You know, and getting those different perspectives and seeing, well, it's getting the different perspectives and also seeing that we read a lot of the same books. We had a lot of the same books. And, and now, you know, the funny thing is, if I walk into my child's um my child's school, a lot of the books that they have on display are the same. And that's touching in a sense, but I'm just like, the world has changed in 30 years. <laughs> yes. So we need to we need to have new authors. We need to have new perspectives and new books. You do a lot to, you know, help others and get this message out, but what do you do to help your own mental health? Uh yoga. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am, you know, I have really, uh, especially since the pandemic, um, you have to care about your mental health. I am, I'm in the gym, um, almost, uh, five days a week. Um, I make sure that, um, you know, when my kids go to school, I have that time to be able to, to have that balance for myself, take care of my um, health mentally and physically and really uh, do the best that I can because if I if I'm not out here um, taking care of me then I'm not able to do the work that I do and just talking to yeah. you brought up a memory of I when I was in elementary school all the way to high school I was in mm -hmm. uh, learning disability classes so I always yeah. felt you know not like the normal kid out of the yeah. thing. So do you hear from, you know, even parents and families that they can connect to your stories? Oh, yes, absolutely. You know, even publishing um, my second book, Pretty Hair, before I um, published it and, you know, I was going through the process, 
Um, I sat with another author, um, she uh, and, and friend of mine. She's not um, a children's author, but you know, I told her about the book, and she was just like, "Oh my gosh, I was that girl! I was that girl!" And, and you know, she was like, "I wish that I had that book when I was younger because." You know, she didn't like her hair. I'm like, she said, you know, her hair was blonde and stringy. And there was um, a young African-American girl um, that was in her classes and she would have her hair braided and everything. And she loved her hair. And I was just like, well, yeah, that, that's really the gist of the book. It's just like, you know, one girl is it, like, they're both admiring each other's hair and, thinking that, oh, okay, well, that's pretty hair. And, and, you know, we're being told like all the time, like, oh, that's, that's pretty and that's normal. And that's, and beauty is in the eyes of the beholder, like they, they always say. And, you know, I've had parents reach out to me, um, you know, with my first book, um, everyone just like me, if their children have glasses and they don't want to wear glasses because they feel like they're going to be made fun of. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's just so many different lessons that you can take from each book. And even with my latest um, Maya Sings Country, I have so many um, adults come to me and say, oh my gosh, that was me. I was I was the little girl that loved country music and everybody is like, what? <laughs> you know, <laughs> so it, it's it, there, there are best, um, lessons that resonate with everybody, um, children and adults alike. And that, that's the, one of the things that I love is just that, OK, yes, in some ways, like I in. Probably every yeah, every book that I've written so far that I've published so far has a little bit of me inside of it. So it's not just talking to children of today. It's talking to the child that I was. And, you know, I, I know uh, people that grew up the same time I did or even older, they, they have some of that in them. You know, it's uh, unfortunately there are lessons in life that, sometimes don't go away um, even in different generations. It just affects us differently. So where do you want to see your mission in the next three to five years? Ah, uh, in the next three to five years, I definitely would love to uh, push the Read with Carolee show um, yes. to even greater, greater avenues. Um, next year, we're actually going to be uh, coming out on an, another streaming channel, Mogul TV. <clears throat> so we're going to be doing that. Um, we're still going to be on YouTube and hopefully we can get into bigger spaces yeah. to be mm -hmm. able to introduce uh, um, authors to children. I know that there are just so many, um, so many authors that are backed. Uh, well, actually, you know what? It, it's, it's a handful of authors, really, yeah. that are backed by the major publishing companies. And, you know, not that I don't like the traditional publishing companies, because they were the, the ones that, you know, brought me the books that I read when I grew up. But I think in this space now, um, in this time where we have um, Amazon KDP and we have so many other um, publishing companies or self 
there are a lot of authors self-publishing. I want to see them be able to really get the recognition and the flowers that they deserve. Because especially right now, self-published authors are putting out content for today's children. You know, there are so many, I, I've, um, I was able to come across, I think maybe five or six authors, five or six children's authors that had different perspectives on children being able to cope with um, COVID and children being able to cope with, you know, mental health. Mental health was not something that we spoke about prevalently even 10 years ago. Yeah. And that is something that we need now. And I know, you know, um, a lot of the major publishing houses, they have their criteria and they have, you know, what they have gone with all along. And um, sometimes it takes a self-published author to come and give a different perspective and come and wake things up and shake things up a little bit. Um, like even with um, the scholastic, um, I think debacle that we had um, this past October, where they had authors that sixty four authors that they put on a list, and you know said teachers, librarians, you can opt out of having these authors represented in the Scholastic Book Fair because their content spoke about race. And it wasn't that it was blaming anyone or and I'm like, it, Amanda Gorman was on that list. Oh. And that that is shocking. I'm like, she, she you know, um, was the poet for the president. Yeah. And, was, and her book, I'm like, she's, I, I, I think she's probably like 25, maybe 25 yes, yes. years old. Yeah. Right and her book was put on a list to be, you know, kind of segregated. So um, it's things like those that I'm fighting against as well. You know, we, we got to fight against the book bans. If there is a book that you don't want your child to read, that's, that's you don't, your child doesn't have to read it. I'm like, there are books that, you know, I won't give my children right now because I don't, I don't think that they are probably wouldn't be prepared for it yeah. or, you know, it's subjects that I want to speak to them about before someone puts that book in their hands. But that is a choice that I have to make. I'm not going to make that choice for some other child, you know, or some other parent. So, um, it, like I said, it's things like that, that, um, Read with Carolee, the foundation is fighting against and trying to help parents and teachers and community leaders be more um, aware of, you know, the content that's out there that they should have in, in the hands of their children. How can people reach out and learn more? Uh, well, yes, they can definitely go on uh, readwithcarolee.org. We're going to be doing a lot, a lot more in 2024. Um, I am always active on my Instagram, readwithcarolee. Um, all of our social media is readwithcarolee as well. And um, 
yeah, uh, anyone can email me at info at readwithcarolee.com to be able, um, yes, readwithcarolee.com to be able to connect with me and even invite me out to, to do um, an author visit or a book talk, um, or I actually do offer now um, training for uh, diversity in children's literature um, in schools and in organizations as well. So, you know, people can reach out to me and um, let's make that connection and <laughs> get more diverse books in children's hands. 